Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's heavy from Burroughs passing East Capitol Street. Inbound New York Avenue has the delay from South Dakota Avenue headed toward West Virginia, Montana. And I-295, a little heavy now from the Suitland Parkway, trying to get onto the 11th Street Bridge. Back in Maryland on the southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, inside the Beltway after 410, the crash on both shoulders. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News, first alert media Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Would you believe 50 this afternoon despite clouds? A mainly dry day with a better shot for a few showers into the evening. As those showers arrive, some patchy fog possible as well. And temperatures in the 40s, well above where we've been used to for overnight lows for sure. By tomorrow, some off and on rain, low 60s for highs, well above average. And then into your Friday, we're going to see things mainly dry. Still some clouds around pushing 70 degrees. Wow. Maybe make a tea time or is it too Mushy on the ground. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Cert Weather Center. 41 degrees in Alexandria, 40 in Penn Quarter, and 36 in Columbia. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. We're following breaking news this morning. A Russian plane carrying dozens of Ukrainian POWs crashes. Former President Trump wins the New Hampshire primary. Nikki Haley vows to stay in the race. Why a former Virginia basketball coach is under investigation. I'm Lynn Bowie. A law requiring suicide prevention pamphlets with firearm purchases is deemed constitutional. I'm Luke Luker. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire, where CBS News projects that former President Donald Trump wins the New Hampshire Republican primary, defeating Nikki Haley. This is a fantastic state. This is a great, great state. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now, three. We we win it every time. We win the primary, we win the generals we've wanted and it's a very very special place to me it's very important haley congratulating trump and saying she's staying in this race is far from over there are dozens of states left to go as for voters they said the economy and immigration were top issues for them one in five voters made up their minds in the last few days Next up for the GOP is the South Carolina Republican primary. That is one month from today. South Carolina, of course, Nikki Haley's home state. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire. Now with more CBS News, here's Deborah Rodriguez. Russia says one of its military transport planes has gone down. Reuters video shows an eyewitness reacting to a massive fireball and a huge column of thick black smoke at the crash site. CBS's Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. Russia's defense ministry says the military transport plane was carrying 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war when it crashed in the Belgorod region of Russia near the border with Ukraine. No word on any survivors and no word on the cause of the crash. Russia's news agency says the POWs were being transported to the border region for a prisoner exchange. Another snafu at Boeing. A 757 operated by Delta lost a nose wheel as it was getting ready to take off from Atlantis Hartsfield-Jackson International over the weekend. The FAA says the part came off and rolled down a hill. No one was hurt. Passengers were put on a replacement flight. 170 Boeing 737 MAX 9s 
have been grounded for weeks after a door panel blew off on an Alaska Airlines flight in midair. eBay says it will respond to stiffer competition and less consumer spending by laying off about a 1,000 full-time employees. Tech contributor Ian Schur. For a long time, it seemed as though the tech industry was going through a correction, cutting staff after massive hiring sprees during the pandemic. The continued layoffs throughout the tech industry suggests something more is happening. Three more baseball greats headed to the Hall of Fame. Beltran, a deep left field. High, deep and out of here. Third baseman Adrian Beltre voted in. Catcher Joe Maurer and first baseman Todd Helton headed to Cooperstown, too. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It is 6.03 on Wednesday, January 24th. 40 degrees now. Highs in the low 50s today with a chance of afternoon rain. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. The top local story we're following this hour, a basketball coach who worked at several Virginia schools is now charged with sex offenses involving students. 53-year-old George Portia has coached basketball at Woodbridge Senior High School, T.C. Williams High School, now known as Alexandria City High School, and Virginia Tech. But Arlington police say the sex crimes happened while Portia was coaching girls basketball at Washington Liberty High School, then called Washington Lee High School. Police began investigating him about a year ago after getting information about possible sex offenses involving female students that occurred between 2000 and 2003. Portia is now charged with carnal knowledge of a minor and taking indecent liberties with children. Police also say there could be more victims. If you have any information, call Arlington County Crime Solvers. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. An investigation into four Park Police officers involved in a police chase that left a Hyattsville man dead is complete and the officers will not face charges. 29-year-old James Herndon was killed in a motorcycle crash on Benning Road Northeast in June of 2022 near the Anacostia Freeway. D.C. police originally pursued Herndon, believing he was a suspect in a murder case. Park police joined that chase, but after learning he was only wanted for questioning and was not a suspect, D.C. ended their pursuit. Park police say they were never updated with the new information and continued the chase until the crash. Federal prosecutors now say there's insufficient evidence to prove that the officers pursuing Herndon at the time of the crash are criminally liable. A federal court has upheld a controversial local law requiring gun stores to hand out suicide prevention pamphlets with purchases. The Anne Arundel County law was challenged by Maryland Shall Issue, a gun rights group and four gun dealers on First Amendment grounds. So people ought to be thinking about this case in terms of being forced to mouth the government's opinions. Gasoline service station dealers could be forced to mouth the evils of fossil fuels. But the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Paul Niemeyer rejected the appeal, writing in an opinion that the law was in line with widely accepted safety warnings for other products. County Executive Stuart Pittman called this decision a win for the people of his county. But Mark Pennick, the president of Maryland Shall Issue, says the legal challenges aren't over. We can seek further review before the entire 4th Circuit. Or they could take the case to the Supreme Court. Luke Luger, WTOP News. This year's presidential campaign is likely to lead to another tight race. A local member of Congress says he is gravely concerned about the renewed threat of foreign interference. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more today on the Hill. 
I don't think we're nearly as prepared in 2024. Frankly, I don't think we're as prepared in 2024 as we were in 2020. Virginia Senator Mark Warner, the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, says he has little doubt that foreign adversaries like Russia and China will again try to meddle in the presidential race. Warner is concerned that a high-profile legal case coming before the Supreme Court and other issues involving social media may hamstring the FBI in efforts to share information about possible threats. Intelligence Committee is going to be holding hearings on this issue. We need to be better prepared. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. A court challenge put the brakes on the auction of an iconic dress in 2022. Now a decision by a federal judge has given Catholic University in D.C. permission to restart that auction. A district judge in New York has lifted a temporary injunction which halted the auction of the blue and white checkered dress worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. The decision comes after the judge says the niece of the founder of the school's drama program didn't make her case that the dress belonged to her family. Barbara Hartke claimed it did because she says in 1973 actress Mercedes McCambridge gave the dress to her uncle, the late father Gilbert Hartke, and not to the school. The judge claimed even with extra time to do so, the niece didn't prove that. Anthony Scordo, who represented the niece, says they plan to appeal the decision. Now, Jacqueline Leary-Warsaw, Dean of Catholic's Drama School, says it's very satisfying to know the auction can go on, though no date has been set. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now, coming up after traffic and weather, how much are you spending this Valentine's Day? However much flowers at Trader Joe's cost. <laughs> it's 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s got off to a rough start this morning, Rita Kessler. And it's only gotten worse, John. The situation on the Beltway in Virginia has escalated. The inner loop of the Beltway, both the main and the express lanes, are stopped for the crash that happened in the express lanes involving a bus. Now, this is the inner loop at 66. This is why you are not moving uh, both in the main lanes and the express lanes with that delay starting before Route 50 uh, back near Gallows Road. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to get at least a lane open in one of the sections uh, to get you by, but they're trying to consolidate all of the activity for this crash. Now, we also have the long-standing problem on the outer loop in Maryland. Delays coming from 214 Central Avenue all the way toward Route 50. The crash happened between the exits to Route 50. Eastbound 50, the exit is open. It is the ramp to westbound 50 that you cannot take to get inside the beltway, so you're going to have to find another way to do that. Now, in the district, it is southbound DC 295. Delays coming from Eastern Avenue, passing East Capitol Street. Inbound New York Avenue, a little heavy approaching the lights at Bladen Road, Van Ness Street near Massachusetts Avenue. You were under crew direction for the ongoing water main work. While back in Maryland, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway inside the Beltway after 410, the crash was reported to be on both shoulders. 95 in Virginia with the earlier wreck northbound after 17 that was completely over on the right shoulder with some cones there as well, so that may cause a tap of the brakes. Then it looks good all the way across the Occoquan into Springfield onto 395 to and across the 14th Street Bridge. Eastbound 66, no problems out of Manassas to the Beltway, but the northbound Prince William Parkway in Manassas before University Boulevard was a report of a wreck. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now the 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Brian Vandegraaff. The overall pattern is a milder one near 50 today, despite clouds. 
stray sprinkler too, maybe, but our better chance for some showers will come later into the evening. Temperatures only in the 40s tonight, so not really cooling off that much, and that even could lead to some fog as we head into the overnight and pre-dawn Thursday. Thursday, some shower chances off and on throughout the day. Highs in the lower 60s. By Friday, the rain kicks out of here. We could make it to near 70 despite limited sunshine. Saturday, touch cooler, but still pleasant for this time of year in the 50s. More rain Saturday night into Sunday. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandergraaf in the First Alert Weather Center. 37 degrees at Dulles and at BWI Marshall. It's 39 at Reagan National. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 610, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. It's a dark day in the history of the Los Angeles Times. The 143-year-old newspaper has announced plans to lay off more than 20% of its newsroom. Union members had walked off the job last Friday to protest the imminent cuts. It's the second recent round of layoffs after more than 70 positions were slashed last June. Owners of the paper say they are in the midst of a financial crisis, losing as much as $40 million a year. Love may not cost a thing, but Valentine's Day sure can be expensive. A new survey from Trustpilot says Americans in relationships expect their partner to spend an average of $157 in gifts this year, which for many Gen Z and millennial couples could mean cutting back on essentials after being saddled with credit card debt and student loans. Americans now over, owe over a trillion dollars on their credit cards after racking up $48 billion in new spending during the third quarter of 2023, according to a recent report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Gifts aside, the average cost of a romantic Valentine's Day dinner is $121, with an additional $33 spent on drinks. Wow. <laughs> Coming up on WTOP, parents in Montgomery County are making their voices heard with the county council. We'll explain why. It's 612. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. Book at Amtrak.com. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Here's Pat Lynch, the founder, CEO, and managing partner of Lynch Consultants on the Business of Defense podcast, sponsored by ASMC on Federal News Network. Lynch Consultants, you know, we are a traditional management consulting firm. And so what we bring to bear is the financial expertise along with the management consulting expertise that gives you the right combination where we zero in on the overlap between finance, IT, and management. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ASMC. The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. Mark Matsky, the Vice President for the Department of Defense at ServiceNow on the discussion Beyond Metrics. Defining success in cloud migration and AI integration says every organization's cloud strategy needs a true integrated risk management capability to help make go, no-go decisions for moving workloads to the cloud. Not looking at it from an audit perspective, but looking at it as an enabler of information to give you confidence to know when you want to do speed versus security. 
ServiceNow connects information and people from anything to anywhere in any way. The U.S. Army, Air Force, Marine Corps, Space Force, and Defense Agencies work with ServiceNow strategically, operationally, and securely. With ServiceNow, your agency can enhance productivity, maintain security and compliance, while elevating operational readiness and innovation. Learn how to integrate ServiceNow with Microsoft Azure to drive innovation within the confines of regulated organizations. ServiceNow, digital transformation at a new level. Visit ServiceNow.com. Coming up, a call for a ban on certain types of tobacco products. More news in 60 seconds. At Uline, they know firsthand the road to success is an uphill climb. Uline started in the family basement and through hard work is now North America's most trusted shipping and industrial supplier. They get what it means to have the support of reliable, hardworking partners. So they keep 41,000 items ready to ship. Whether your company is still in a basement office or expanding cross-country, Uline will be there on your road to success. Visit Uline.com. Looks like it's going to be another long, cold winter in our area. Make sure your residential or commercial heating system is ready to keep you warm all season long by calling the Crop Metcalf 5-Star Heating Experts. A Crop Metcalf 5-Star Technician has the training and know-how to properly fix and maintain your system and catch potential problems before you're left out in the cold. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMetcalf.com. Crop Metcalf is the one with 5 stars. Crop Metcalf, home of the 5-Star Technician and proud partner of the Washington Nationals. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. The Montgomery County Council is getting an earful from parents about the conflict between the school board and the superintendent. There is a lot of focus on it. There's a lot of concern about it. And Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson tells WTOP that parents are asking about what's going on at the school board since Superintendent Monifa McKnight said board members asked her to step away. The board says it's a personnel matter and isn't commenting beyond that. Friedson's colleague on the Council Education Committee Chair Will Jawando issued a statement saying McKnight should be afforded due process by the board, but that as a parent he wishes for more trust, transparency, and accountability in the school system. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now a quick look at what's trending this hour. Hey, honey, want to go on a date to see the rat hole? I'm sorry, what? Part of a Chicago sidewalk has become a tourist attraction. It's called the rat hole, and that's literally what it is. Like a squirrel died in the cement while it was drying. It's been there for about 20 years, but it's gone viral, and people are literally flocking to see it. We're on a date. I've been wanting to see the rat hole for a while. Neighbors, of course, are not happy with the new foot traffic and are asking tourists to chill out. It's not Groundhog Day, we promise, but there's been another incident with a Boeing aircraft. I'm really living the same day over and over. The nose wheel fell off a 757 Delta flight while it was taking off from Atlanta and it just kind of rolled away. Luckily, everyone got off the plane safely and the FAA is investigating. Finally, don't let the bed bugs bite. Orkin has released its annual list of the 20 worst cities for bed bugs. Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia take the top three spots. Grand Rapids, Michigan, St. Louis, and LA also made the list. That's what's trending. I'm Jen Clark. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. 
And now a quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. We continue to follow breaking news. A Russian military plane carrying dozens of Ukrainian prisoners of war has crashed in Russia. Former President Trump scores another primary win. So what's next for Nikki Haley? And a former high school basketball coach in our area now charged with several sexual offenses involving students. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 618. Time again for traffic and weather on the 8s. To Rita Kessler we go. And let's update the situation on the Beltway in Virginia. The interloop in the area of 66. All traffic in the main lanes remains stopped for the crash. They're pushing people into the express lanes. There is a single express lane getting you by. So the far right side of the express lanes is getting by this bus crash. And all traffic stopped on the interloop of the Beltway. So from the main lanes are putting you into those express lanes. But again, trickling by in a single lane. So your delay on the interloop is already out of Annandale. Almost backed to Braddock Road. So you may want to figure out another way to go and skip that stretch of the beltway until they can get things taken care of here. Uh, but the outer loop in Maryland isn't much better. Those delays are from 214 Central Avenue headed toward Route 50. The crash happened uh, in the overnight hours between the 50 exits. So the ramp to eastbound 50 is open, but the ramp to westbound 50 inside the beltway is blocked with this crash investigation. The right side of the roadway is blocked as well. Two left lanes will get you by there. You're already seeing a delay right now coming from westbound 50 onto the outer loop of the beltway. Uh, but then once you get inside the beltway from on Route 50, everything looks good headed toward New New York Avenue. It is southbound DC 295 in a delay from Eastern Avenue passing East Capitol Street and the inbound Suitland Parkway taps the brakes at Stanton Road and approaching the light at Firth Sterling. Inside the Beltway on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound after 410, the wreck had been on both shoulders in Frederick. Southbound 85 after Crestwood Boulevard, the wreck on the right side. Already starting to see delays out of Frederick on 270. Southbound coming from I-70. Then before Urbana, off and on, making your way past 109. In Virginia on northbound 95, the earlier wreck after 17 is cleared. There really wasn't much of a delay to begin with. Then delays from Dale City into Woodbridge. And then it's good into Springfield. In Manassas, northbound 234, the Prince William Parkway before University Boulevard was a report of a wreck. Get your berry fix at Whole Foods Market. Save on a pint of blueberries for $3.99 each with Prime through January 30th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraff. Is it too early to start making ambitious plans for Friday afternoon? <laughs> Not at all. I, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I've, looking at the guidance has been consistent the last few days that the Friday time period is not only going to be a mild day, but it should be a mainly dry day. Now, will there be clouds around? Sure, but hey, a cloudy, mild day near 70? I'll take it anytime, particularly if it's in a month of January. Listen, we've got ups, downs, highs, lows all over the place. But I think after this point now, we are now above freezing all the way into the weekend. We had that stretch. We could barely get out of the teens and 20s. And now we're in store for a milder little pattern. So this morning, there are a few sprinkles north and west of town, up towards Hagerstown, Frederick, um, out towards western Cumberland. But all those temperatures are above freezing this morning. So that makes me feel more confident that, you know, it's okay this morning because there could have been a few spots that were right near that freezing mark. So there could have been some freezing drizzle. But right now, it all looks like just a little bit of light drizzle, a little light rain as a boundary pushes through mainly north and west and very light in nature. Otherwise, just an overcast kind of day. I think our shower chances for the city and point south and east hold off till tonight. Once again, areas north and west have a spotty shower chance into the afternoon, but it all will kind of move in west to east as the afternoon progresses. Near 50 or so this afternoon and staying mild overnight as well. Temperature is really not going to drop back that much tonight. In fact, they may even climb and that could lead to some patchy fog in spots. Heading into your Thursday, we're looking at uh, scattered showers across the area. It's going to be an off and on rain kind of day with some heavier pockets 
Melting of the snow for sure. Maybe some isolated higher water or flooding. But temperatures in the low 60s. It's going to feel warm and kind of muggy out there with that melting snow and rain on your Thursday. Friday, it looks like after early pre-dawn rain, we're just in for a dry day. And if we get enough sunshine, 70 is not out of the question. So make those plans for your Friday. Even Saturday looking good. Saturday in the 50s, it'll be much cooler than Friday, but still well above average. Still a lot of cloud cover around, but I think it's dry until nighttime. Our next weather maker will bring showers late Saturday and then off and on rain Sunday, kind of ending on a blah note with temperatures slipping back through the 40s. So pretty decent through most of the day today. Pretty solid Friday, pretty solid Saturday. The only thing is the ground is a little bit uh, soft from all that moisture left over. So if you were trying to make a tea time, anyone, uh, I would say that probably might not be the smartest thing. But, you know, just my opinion. I don't know. I, golf courses might drain better than, you know, my, my backyard, which is just basically... <laughs> slop. And it is January. (laughs) This is true. Uh, 35 right now for our friends in Clarksburg, Maryland. It is 36 in Warrington. Remember they were single digits two days ago? That's kind of crazy. Right now in Stafford, they're checking in this morning at 37 degrees. And coming up here on WTOP, should some cigarettes and cigars be taken off the market? 623. A study in the journal Menopause links infertility to some midlife menopause symptoms. It found that struggling with infertility can increase the risk of having mental health symptoms of menopause later in life. Dr. Mary Mellencon, an obstetrics and gynecology specialist at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, says the findings will help in treating menopause symptoms. If a patient is coming specifically for menopausal-related symptoms, I think now, going forward, we as providers will look more critically at whether that patient may have experienced infertility in the past. We typically will ask about previous childbearing and, you know, those sorts of things, but perhaps looking at it a bit more critically, knowing that this evidence is is out there. And MedStar offers several options to treat infertility and depression related to menopause. To schedule a consultation, please visit MedStarHealth.org slash Intel. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. It can be difficult to sell or scrap an unneeded vehicle that reminds us of a cherished loved one. Have you considered donating it to Melwood in memory of someone special? Your donation will support Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities in your community. Carrying on your loved one's legacy in a meaningful way, and it's free, fast, and easy. Learn more at 1-877-MEL-WOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. This is WTOP News 624. A new report calls on the federal government to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. Nearly 500,000 Americans die every year from smoking. The annual State of Tobacco report calls out states which aren't doing a good job trying to curb the habit. Alabama and Georgia get all F's in our report. Paul Billings is with the American Lung Association. States that get the best grades are California, Massachusetts, and the District of Columbia. In 2022, the FDA proposed a ban on the products, but the White House delayed the ruling. They could take it up in March. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Dave Preston, not a great night for the Caps. Less than ideal. Yeah. Capitals lose 5-3 in Minnesota. Third loss in five games for Anthony Mantha and company. I think we're playing the hockey we should be playing right now, and we're kind of trying to create plays that aren't really there creating too many turnovers against, and it's costing us right now. Mantha scores twice in the loss, giving him 14 goals on the season. Men's college basketball, Georgetown loses to Butler 90-66. to Pierre Brooks powers the Bulldogs with 